The idea of a muse is, is really interesting too. I always want to talk about that with artists because everybody's different mm -hmm. and everybody has like their own inspiration that got them into wanting to do that. Definitely. I guess maybe one thing we could start with because it's just talking about like what we do too. Okay. That way like we're familiar with each other too because Jenna's told me about you but I'd love to hear from you like what, what you do and like what you've created and like what you're proud of, I guess. Definitely, yeah, no, I'd love to talk about it. I might ramble a little bit, but. Okay, no, yeah, dude. Feel free to cut me off whenever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, by trade, I'm a videographer. That's what I went to school for. And I like to write science fiction short stories as well. So I like Ooh. to think of myself as a creative writer a little bit. Uh, yeah. That's what got me into the creative world originally because I can't draw to save my life. Uh, I like to call myself a stick figure expert. I'm uh, pretty good at those. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, no video and and writing has always been my strong point. I just love the idea of creating something more uh, more so science fiction related because you can kind of take what's going on in reality and then t push it to the extreme and kind of look at it through a different lens. Reinterpret it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I have to ask you a question because you just had stick figures <laughs> in. So like when you were in school, cause this is something I always used to do when I was in school is I would draw pictures where my stick figures would have like wars with each other and they'd be like shooting like, like, like it's funny that you say science fiction too. Cause I, I, I was huge into star Wars. So do I, I'd always have like, they'd have lightsabers or they'd have like guns or, you know, like laser guns or whatever the heck. Did you do that kind of stuff? A little bit. I did some yeah. of that. And then my stick figures always had um, clothing and accessories Ooh. and other, uh, other nice things around them. So yeah. they weren't uh, too detailed in themselves as much as you could tell, like the items that they had with them. And it's like, oh, okay. It's definitely a character. I can recognize yeah. this one from this one. <laughs> but they're stick dope. figures <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. So in sci-fi then, like what kind of characters like are really cool to you like are there some that stand out um off the top of my head none that stand out but uh a sci-fi series that i've always loved and i still go back and watch is the original twilight zone okay the black and white episodes yeah, yeah those are like cracked to me <laughs> so i just uh binge on those and kind of see the ideas that they played out and uh just the way they they kind of uh interpreted what was going on at that time mm-hmm and showed it back on TV. So, I don't know. I think those are really cool. It's like yeah, the beginning of it, kind of. It, like, makes you ask questions about stuff. Like, it makes you question things. And that's... I I haven't watched as much, like, the, the older Twilight Zone, but I w I've always heard, like, such great things. And, like, it seems, that, like, especially from creative people, I guess. Do you, have you watched those? No, but I think the Tower of Terror kind of gave me everything that I needed to know. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, oh. It's such a good classic. <laughs> uh, no, I have, I, I've seen bits and pieces. I have not d dove into the whole thing. I have been on the tower of terror though. Oh, is that, is that twilight zone? Or, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a playoff of, you know, okay. um, I know it, wait, it, and that's in like Disney world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sixth grade memories. I'm pretty mm. sure I've seen it. But it was like when I was like really small, and so I wasn't allowed to go on it. I was just like, "Oh no, yeah. you small? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. There was back a when I was like four <laughs> or like five or something. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry we kind of went on a tangent, but Xavier, yes. tell me more about yourself. Okay. Um. So I started in the creative field uh, just as a science fiction writer. Um. I couldn't find the people who I should put my creative works in front of, or 
other author, authors or writers or people in the field to yeah. connect from, connect with and learn from. and uh, Like a mentor or something. Like a mentor, like a, yeah, like a point of contact into the, into the creative world. Just yeah. kind of someone to help me put, put me on the right path of this is what I should be doing. This is how I, I can take my career to the next level if I want to. Mm. And that led me to create a showcase. That's what I've been working on yeah. a lot lately. She was telling us about that. Definitely. Hell yeah. 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 We'll please do. do. Please. So Showcase is a local personality profile and subscription service. What we do is we connect local artists with local art patrons based on similar uh, values, affinities, or experiences. Just so you can um, kind of get to know the artist more than just seeing a painting. You can see the actual person behind it. The end goal of that is to create a location-based app. So whatever city you land into, you can find the local artists, galleries, and events, connect with them directly, buy, buy the artwork from them, or just meet up and kind of get to know them. Dang. That's sweet. I, I really like that idea. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. That's... you just launched, or you, are you launching here soon? Yeah, in the next month or so. In yeah. the next month okay. or so. Okay. trying to finalize the website, and then I want to get it out there to the people and see if they use it or not. Damn. That is super awesome. Uh, I've been kind of narrowing down places. Uh, so it's between Cali, Cali Commons, uh, the Culture House, okay. and Project Project. I think those three venues would have enough space to hang up the art, and then it wouldn't be too big, because I don't know yeah. what the crowd's going to be like. But uh, it should be fun. Yeah. You know Joel from Project Project, right? Somewhat, yeah. Definitely. Oh, hit him up. He would be all over that. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Not putting words in his mouth, but he's just <laughs> cool. He would. He just seems like the guy that would be like, hell yeah, I'm in. Definitely. And that seems like the cool environment. Like That's yeah. kind of Raw. the feel I want Showcase to have. Yeah, definitely. There you go. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I haven't Connecting. been. Yeah, I haven't been to Project Project. I haven't actually, I haven't been to any of those venues, but I've seen people... Uh, take footage from Culture House. Okay. So nice. I've definitely seen the vibe there and it, it looks dope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you mentioned earlier that you studied vid videography, right? Mm -hmm. So how does somebody who studied videography find them find their way into developing? It's like an app essentially, right? So do it like, did you do software development or did you just come up with the idea and then put together a team or how did that work? Yeah, so I kind of just came up with the idea, and I've been trying to put together a team, but it's been a lot of me just kind of working on my own and yeah. figuring it out as I go, uh, which has been fun. It's it's a fun learning experience, and I get to meet cool people like like you and Jenna, of course, and everyone else in the room. Hell yeah. Um, Thank you. No problem. We think we're pretty cool. But <laughs> <laughs> Seems that way so far. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I kind of lost train of thought. No, was, yeah, was yeah, so... Oh, yeah. how did I get on So you were path? doing it like, yeah. you were just like grinding. Yeah, I was just grinding, basically. I went to college originally uh, to shoot a commercial that would air during a Super Bowl. Like, that was my original That was dream. your goal? Yeah, that was the oh, dream. Oh, shit. So I uh, double majored in marketing and uh, broadcast production, and I hated marketing. Too much math, too mm -hmm. much finance, and I was like, oh, let me just go to the J school. And that's where I kind of... Uh, I, I had a double major in advertising, and that's where I learned just like uh, market research and kind of building different campaigns and stuff like that. So that's nice. how I got the business side sort of for, for yeah. Showcase. So I'm more so the business side than the uh, technical side. Can't code to save my life. Yeah. Yeah. I can drag and drop stuff on Wix. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like, I'm not analytical um, at all. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm so creative in it. 
it bites me in the ass a lot <laughs> but <laughs> but i need to find somebody that's analytical i think that's kind of the key is like you got to find the people that can do the things that that you can't do or mm-hmm. you know that you're not you don't have the time to like put you know effort in that or whatever oh, definitely yeah. i think uh one thing that i can add to that is it's important to try which i'm sure you you did you you went through that and you tried now you have a respect mm-hmm. for those mm-hmm. who do yeah. i lacked respect in a lot of fields before i became an artist and needed other people's perspectives and i think trying everything once is so important i have mad respect for glass blowers now because yeah. i suck at it <laughs> Uh, yeah. it's and same with pottery same with videography now that I I am partners with one and it's just it's a whole new field when you do put your hands into it actually then yeah. you can contract it out and be like I don't have time you True. can do it here's that, money <laughs> that is a really but I respect point. you yeah like pottery and, is a headache just having that perspective I mean just I think perspective is valuable in itself you know Anytime you get to see something from a different person's shoes and try to like figure it, it helps you figure things out, you know? Yep. And it helps, helps, I think so many times it just helps you understand people's motives um, too. You're like, oh, now I understand why this person's trying to get out of here like before X. Like an example, so I've been DJing weddings, Um, I guess. If you don't mind, I'll talk about a little bit. Yeah, let's find out about you. What do you do? Who do you DJ weddings for? So um, I DJ weddings for complete weddings and events right now. Nice. I used to have a videographer. Yeah? edit videos for them. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Small world. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do it here in Omaha? Yeah, over at uh, uh, Millworks. Is that what it's called? The building over there. Millworks. Mastercraft. I mean, Mastercraft. There you go. Probably. Yeah, Mastercraft. Okay. And, uh. I yeah, so I do it for the Lincoln branch. Oh, nice. I got yeah, because I got in with them right after I quit my last job, which I lived in Lincoln, and uh, then I moved back to Omaha. <laughs> so I've been commuting. But um, the one thing I did want to say really quick, just before the the thought disappears, is um, that yeah, when I'm at a wedding and there's a photographer and she, they've you know they've been there the whole day or whatever and they've been taking pictures and you know we'll get done with all the major stuff like the de- dedication dances and stuff like that and the dollar dance is the one big thing that it's like at the end of the night you probably know this is nobody nobody cares about the dollar dance nobody wants pictures from the dollar dance nobody wants vid- like footage from it like all right you know maybe footage but at that point in the night you probably have so much footage that you're like no nah, I'm I don't even need it and uh and so so many times like photographers are like please don't do dollar dance until after I'm gone <laughs> because I'm just going to take pictures that I'm not going to use and they're not going to buy them. And, I, and I'm always just like, okay, cool. And so like, I always try to delay it until like later in the night, which can be good and can be bad, right. you know, but usually it gives the couple a break anyway. So they're, they're usually pretty happy about it. So yes. And just so <laughs> I'm, I'm clear. It's exhausting because you have to take so, so many photos and not only that but then those photographers be, you know we know photographers they have we know photographers <laughs> they have to go through all the photos and if they're going through photos that they know the people are straight up not even gonna buy what's the point what is the point yeah so what's the point of even taking them and uh, yeah so that any makes sense, but like, looking at it as a person who's like getting married um. then Sure. People are gone by then. Like, you could have gotten more dollars if 
Like, exactly. Don't want to do the You're right. But like, if a person who does want to, like, yeah. that kind of sucks. But exactly. You know, I, I think it, it makes sense for, for her to want to do that. I think here here's my potential solve for this, and then I'll talk about myself a little bit. <laughs> um, is that you you uh, you just eliminate a bunch of stuff. You're just like, okay, we're just not going to do a lot of the traditional stuff. Like one thing I think is kind of silly is the introduction when people do a grand entrance where everybody comes in and they like say everybody's names. I think it's kind of silly because it's such a short thing and it's it hasn't really no payoff. Like everybody's just like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. It can be exciting, but Weddings. I just think it's a bit much. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's true. <clears throat> so, but then when it comes to like just like doing a painting or something like that, like you get more of like that, like you just get like a larger group. You know, you like a more freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's man, we could talk forever about that topic <laughs> for real because that is there is a balance and. I think, you know, in music, uh, so yes, I'm a DJ, but I also produce and, um, I'm a, a vocalist and, um, I, a songwriter as well. So I kind of try to do it all when it comes to the music side of things, you know, like I, I'm, this is my computer We're recording audio. Um, I've stu- I studied at Metro, uh, for that. So. Um, and it's great. I, I freaking love audio. I think there's just so many things about it that I are interesting to me. And I think I will pretty much just always find something new about it. So, so going off of that, yeah. you both went to school and Jenna didn't go the traditional route. Can we talk to Jenna a little bit? Like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like, so like, you know, what you feel like you missed out on and what you gained on like, you know, the passion. And if you want to introduce yourself and talk about what you do as well. That'd sure. be a perfect foray. Uh, again, my name is Jenna Johnson. I am an acrylic painter. I'm s- certainly exploring other routes, trying to get more installation base. Yeah. I want to go big. I want to go. Yeah, multimedia. I want. I want the people who are viewing my work to be like surrounded by it and in it. Hence the yellow room we did the yeah. collaboration last. Literally, two it, you're ago. inside of the art. We built a room. We painted it yellow. Kale made seven beautiful clips, songs, and yeah, people got to walk in there. Yeah, yeah, we heard some good comments on that too. I thought that was, I thought that was a good, cool exploration. So that's kind of where my work is leaning is is figuring out how to really engage my viewers. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of done with the three foot rule. Stand in front of a painting three foot away, look at it and walk, Mm. walk to your left or right. You know, it's so, it's, it's so overdone. And I, I really want to push my boundaries when it comes to that. So, I mean, I want to hang stuff off the ceiling. I want to do installation pieces. Um, so that's about a little bit about me, but I'm currently assisting an artist in town. His name is Thurman Statum. Mm -hmm. He's a glass artist and We've been working with metal. That's a whole different field, but it's an opening me up to want to do other things. So, um, 
where was that leading to my education? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was I learned I learned I could paint in high school. Wanted to go to college for it, but decided that it was a smarter idea to step back and try to do it on my own. Therefore, I got the studio at Hot Shops when I was 18 and have been painting and doing commissions ever since. So school is still in, in you know, it's still in my vision if I do need it or I yeah. want it. Just know it's not going to be for art. Right. Because I don't want to go educate in art. I want to yeah. educate my own way. Um, and I don't need a $200,000 art degree to go do that. So I'm learning under some of the top wolves right now in the art world. Thurman, yeah. like He's, he's a wolf. He's a straight-up wolf. And he's, like, very successful with... I mean, yeah, like, he. everybody obviously is going to have roller coaster ride but his roller coaster ride is insane <laughs> his is like the mamba it's... you know where ours is like i don't know what's another one at worlds of fun that caterpillar can... yeah the <laughs> caterpillar. Exactly. little kid ride at the at the uh, county fair so, oh gosh that's well, a whole new thing so i feel like we've probably talked about this and and you just kind of mentioned it so it made it brought it up in my mind is just that like when i was in art classes um you know, through middle school and high school and whatever, I could never stick to assignments. Mm -hmm. Like they would give me one assignment. I'd be like, oh my God, that's really cool. Like I, I want to make this awesome. And I would spend the whole quarter working on one project where they're going through like nine or 10 or 11 projects. Sure. And, and, and like, I don't know if maybe that you feel that same way where like you, you kind of mentioned you're like, yeah, I just kind of taught myself. Mm -hmm. Like you knew it, it was just kind of in you and you just needed to get it out. And in in doing that, like you probably found different ways to paint, different like techniques and stuff like that, just because you were interested in it, right? I would assume. I Those know. high Tell school assignments it. were a godsend because yeah. it it woke up this hunger in me. I was mm. it was like I needed to get it done, not to get the grade, yeah. to see it done because Ooh, I wanted to see yeah. what I could do. And so, whereas you were maybe I'm a little more meticulous, which I had people around me that way too. I've always just known that I'm a fast painter and I'm a fast worker Ooh, and I want to get it done and move and, and build from it. Yeah. Um, and not spend all my time on a couple of things. You so, don't get stuck on things yeah, as and much. It's my personality. It's like, if I'm stuck, throw it. Let's go. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Let's go to the next. Yeah. Um, but I'm, that's me. Everybody's so different. So those those assignments, I got them done, and I'm like, I want to keep going. That's yeah. what woke me up to say, oh my god, you're an artist. You gotta go get a studio. Yeah, and keep doing this and see what it leads to. Mm -hmm. That it's funny that you say that too, because like that Bob Marley painting that you gave me, mm -hmm. like you were like, oh yeah, we're just gonna throw these out, and I was just like what this painting is great like are you serious but like that kind of speaks to your process is that like sometimes you you just look at something and maybe at one time it was great for you but you've moved so far past it now that now you're looking back and you're like meh whatever you, you only know? have so much parking space up here yeah don't crowd it with stuff that's not pushing you and inspiring you hell yeah Definitely. and every not everything i make is great mm -hmm. it's a process I mean, True. hell, my boss, when he started working, he's through, he would throw a show, 
build these in massive installations, take them to the dump the next day, and sell paintings out of the dumpster. What? I don't like... <laughs> See, and I yeah. would say that was crazy for him. Yeah. But then, I, then, then I would was be a, a I would be a hypocrite to think that. So I'm like, everybody has their process, and you have to just you gotta respect, respect the process. It and watch yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm still learning my process. Right. I wasn't. I. It, it comes with steps. It comes with being a little more comfortable to fail, a little more comfortable to try these things, a little more comfortable to work out of your zone. Mm-hmm. And try new things. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so important, but that's what's building you as an artist. Yeah, that's like, I think we're we're probably pretty similar in that respect. Where people will come to us and be like, "What kind of artist are you?" And you're like, "That's a really great question. I don't know." Like people will ask me, they'll be like, "What kind of genre of music do you primarily make?" And I'll say like five or six different genres because I'm like, "Well, right now they should just say I'm today doing these, but I've done a lot of this and like you know, so it's constantly evolving." Well, that question may need to be, "What are you doing today yeah. as an artist?" Because yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do next month. It's true. Mm, I don't think any of us really do. We think we have an idea, but... Yeah, yeah. we try to. We try to pretend like we have an idea, definitely. Yeah. No, and I just want to touch on some yeah. things you said. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Um, if you know what you want to do early on in life, then I'd say definitely go for it. That's a big step in it. And mm. school is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of my uh, time at college, I felt like I probably should have dropped out or just should have left and gone after what I wanted to do. But at that point, I kind of knew what I wanted to do in life. And I think college was important for helping me try different things and kind of figure out what worked for me and what didn't work for me. But again, by my senior year, I was like, oh, uh, I feel like I didn't need college necessarily yeah. to, to do what I want to do in life. And like you said, uh, you're out here working with the wolves now, the big dogs, and that's just from trial and error. And I think a big part of that is not being afraid to to fail or to mess up because that's going to happen regardless. Nobody has a a perfect ride or, or that perfect mm-hmm. trajectory take off like everything goes smooth now um, something's gonna go wrong you yeah. just gotta roll with the punches and it's it, it's gonna be stressful in that moment when the things are going wrong but you will learn from it and in the next time you're gonna you're gonna dodge it or you'll have a plan for it definitely hell yeah definitely yeah. do you learn guys feel like in your Adapt. fields you have somebody to and ha- uh, kind of like be a, a guiding mentor? star yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah mentor. Definitely. it's so important right yeah, everyone needs a mentor yeah do you guys yeah. have one specific so you don't have to say the name but yeah i mean i definitely have a few that you know i kind of it's it's funny because i think sometimes mentors don't want to give themselves away right away mm-hmm. like they they uh you know i think it's a lot of responsibility to be somebody's mentor and like know that you have this connection and so I have definitely people in my life that I'll reach out to and I'll talk to and they'll just drop things for me every once in a while. They'll just be like, hey, you should check out this. Hey, you should check out this. And like that, I don't think that's direct mentorship. I think, you know, that's definitely more like what you're doing where you're actually meeting with Thurman and you're actually seeing what he's doing and stuff like that. But I do think that's kind of like a start to it sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just like a hey, every once in a while I'm going to touch base, just kind of see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to listen to your track and like tell you a little bit about it. Oh, so that's I'll, throw my, I'll throw your name to this guy if you yeah. need. It's so important. It well, important. and that's the thing, and especially with music, what I found is really 
it's huge to just send stuff to people. Yeah. Send stuff to people, let them listen to it, because if they do like it and they think of somebody and they can connect with that person, they can send that off to somebody and like that, you could have a connection with somebody that's pretty big. So yeah, and I, I'm sure that's true in all art, but like definitely with music, it's so simple because I just send a link, you know, like mm -hmm. that's easy and it's free. It doesn't cost anything. Sorry, what do you think about the people who are like, because there's sometimes people who are going to send you their work and this and that, and like sometimes nowadays we have the mentality that they're just trying to get a like, you know, they're mm. just trying to like expose yeah. themselves because people are sharing their stuff. So it looks fake. People so, think it's fake. You guys want to talk about that a little bit? Oh my yes. God, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm Let's all over it. that one. So really quick, I do want to say um, about school. Because uh, I went to Midland and I spent four years there. I ended up getting a degree in public relations, which I think has been useful. But I will say like a lot of my college experience was completely motivated by a relationship. And so I didn't I wasn't pursuing what I really loved and what I really wanted to do. And so I will say like definitely towards the whole artistic thing, I was on a completely different path at that point like I wasn't it wasn't even in my brain at that point I had basically given up on art and so now like getting out of that and then going to things like metro I constantly am like man if I just skipped college if I just not done that at all and like just gone to metro just started studying like engineering right away mm -hmm. I'd be so much further along than I am right now yeah and like you know obviously hindsight is 2020 but like mm -hmm. i definitely think there's a huge point to the, like just jumping in and just knowing that like i have something in me i just need to follow it um and yeah like if you had, like you you were saying xavier is if you just have a passion for something and you know like what you want to do early on why not like try to go for it mm -hmm. because if it doesn't work out you've got the rest of your life that you, yeah. you can always school go will back. always be there definitely. yeah exactly so Okay, but to talk about what you're talking about, um, mm -hmm. I think that's something I've been encountering a lot recently, um, actually, is that I, I have been pretty question. active in the social f sphere. Okay, so it's, do you, like, engagement is important. It's good to, like, hop oh. on people's posts social. and, okay. and yeah, socials and stuff yep. like that. Mm -hmm. But, Sorry. and I'm trying to remember where it came from, but, um, where this question came from, but, uh, it's just, do you think that some people perceive that as fake if you're doing it too much, mm -hmm. um, or, you know, whatever, you know, is it, do you think people don't see it as genuine, I guess is probably the best way to question that. There's fine lines. The yeah. social media thing is such a blessing and a curse, right? You can connect, but it's, 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 it's putting you in this field. I'm, I, I get very timid when I when I go and try to push something or pay for on, know, on sponsorship uh, or whatever. Yes, yeah. yes, because it's like, at, at what point is it going to hurt me and is it going to help me? Mm -hmm. Okay? We all know how it could hurt you. Yeah. You seem fake or you mm -hmm. seem you know, not just, genuine. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're just okay? looking for attention or something. If just every yeah. time somebody posts something, you're just like, this is awesome. It could this connect awesome. you. Fire, fire emoji. Right. It could fire. Oh my gosh! Yeah. If I see one I, more of those. I do that. I do that. Oops. I do that on bigger, bigger people though, because I know they they're not gonna look anyway. Yeah, so I'm just like, well, care. at least somebody <laughs> maybe see my name. <laughs> yeah. Why not? But it could also connect you with that one person that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's it's a double-edged sword, to be honest. 
I definitely think so. I think people do get suspicious of people who are like, I mean, it's almost like the idea of cloud chasing or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that people are trying to get attention. And, and I think that's absolutely correct. I think there are a lot of people that are trying to promote themselves. Um, there's a I, difference between right and wrong attention. There's definitely. And like there's right and wrong ways to do it. And I think, you know, like personally, um, I just, I get excited about things. Like, so I'll see something. I think I was, I think we were talking about how I get like obsessive a little bit sometimes about about certain things and so if it's something that i really fuck with hard i will like go all in and i'll like really care about it and i think some sometimes too much i do it in my my relationships too Mm -hmm. or i just dump in too much and so i think you know that can probably be pretty off-putting to people but um but yeah like anytime i comment on something i mean it from the heart like Mm -hmm. that's i always try to make it something that it's just if if I feel something when I'm watching it, I'm gonna tell you about it. Like, Definitely. I want you to know about that. Yeah, what's up? So I think like too, what we're talking about. I think Xavier's like app is very like what you want out of art and social media. Mm. To be honest, like you want yes. to connect, you want to learn, and you want to also be exposed, but in a genuine way. And I think that's kind of like what you're trying to test. So props to you. But um, yeah. we, you want to talk about what motivated you to create that a little bit? Definitely. Yeah, so the motivation behind Showcase was, uh, again, back to when I was a creative writer and I couldn't find the right people to talk to or to, to make the connections. Is it still working? Yeah, just get closer. Hello. Closer. Hello. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. So, um, yeah, I wanted to make connections. That was the main goal behind the app was to connect artists with other artists, uh, emerging artists with established artists so they can kind of learn from one another and have that, that uh, intergenerational like, relationship kind of. I think of it as like time time traveling, cause, uh, <laughs> yeah. sci-fi nerd. But um, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. You got to make fun out of life. Um, and the other mo- motivation behind that was uh, the current social media platforms. Like they're more focused on you just want to go there and kind of see your friends and family. And if mm. you post your artwork, fire emoji. That's cool, bro. Yeah. I'll share it or whatever. Right. And showcase is more of a place for you to go and see art that you want to purchase or to connect with that artist. So it kind of nice. cuts out the clutter. Like your friends and family can still be there, but that's not what it's for. The main focus is yeah. seeing art, art, connecting with art and artists, either if you're a creative yourself or if you're outside of the creative world and you just kind of yeah. want to get into it and see who's in your city, who's doing what kind of. I really yeah. like the word you use, clutter. That's what it is. It is. Yeah, it's parking space yeah. up in your brain. Mm. Yeah, it's true. You have to, and you have to weigh in how much, how much you want to use. How much you want to use? Yeah. After ten dog pics, you see one art pick, and you're like, oh, I've kind of had enough for today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's too yeah. complicated for me right now. Yeah, definitely. that's. So there's two things. Well, one, the time travel. <laughs> yeah, man. Like when I'm in an art museum, and I, and that's that's what I find so appealing about art museums. Is you stand there and you're staring at something, and you're like, this was painted a thousand years ago, you know, whatever, like uh, 500 years ago, whatever. It's an old ass painting <laughs> and it's just so moving, like, yeah, you know, to be in that position. And, yeah. and still in perfect condition, however many years later. Yeah. Like that, it's insane. And in an art museum, you get fatigued after a while. So like what you're saying when you're scrolling through Instagram, like, right. When, some art, I mean, is so the artist is pouring so much of themselves into it mm-hmm. and they're making it very complex and complicated. And if you sit there and study it for a while, 
you you might not totally understand it, but you're kind of getting a little bit of that because you're like, this is more than just a painting. Like, there's something more to this, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so when you're scrolling through Instagram, looking at all these dumb pictures yeah, or sensory dumb overload, videos, and you're just like, yeah. And half of them now are just so sponsored posts. That's true too. You know, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you get to the one painting and you're like, eh. <laughs> Whatever. I, I'm too tired, dude. My brain. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That is that is how it is. And that's kind of the goal behind Showcase. Uh, I want to download this, like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> we want to make it available to the people. I see yeah. it being really big in international markets. So, like, uh, yeah. developing countries or third world where there's poverty, where a lot of people probably don't have money or the access to an art gallery. But more than likely, they have a cell phone. Yeah. And you never know. Maybe somebody in Omaha wants some art from Peru, and then somebody in Peru wants some Nebraskan art. Who knows? Mm -hmm. So how do you connect these people? How are you like contacting them? How are you? Right now, uh, a lot of a lot of groundwork, just a lot of foot to the pavement. I've, wow. I kind of slide into the DMs, yeah. as they say. Uh, yeah. A lot, a lot. Uh, I message artists cool. on websites. I try to have like three points of contact just to kind of annoy them. So it's like, I know you saw the message. You can't yeah. miss, you can't oh miss three, three messages from like an email, Facebook, mm -hmm. and then your website. Uh, so they see I'm persistent. And then when, when they don't reply, I kind of just like show up at their art show. Like, <laughs> Surprise. Oh, they're like, oh, you're a real person. I'm like, yeah. Damn. Isn't that crazy? But uh, no, you got to be persistent. That's you got to know what you want. And you yeah. got to be genuine with people. Like, uh, Hell yeah. I try to be as transparent as I can. So they, they see like, I'm not... You're not trying to pull the wool over their eyes. Exactly. You're I trying to give them an opportunity. Mm -hmm. I just want to connect everybody. Dude, that's that's awesome. That's some. Those are some business chops right there. Like <laughs> that's some serious. Like that's some shit I need to like <laughs> learn from right there. Because that's like there are a lot of local music artists, right? Mm -hmm. And some of them are harder to work with others or than others and, for whatever reason. Yeah. And you know, I understand everybody's busy and stuff like that, but. I think, yeah, if you have a go-getting mentality and you're like, hey, like, I'm serious about this. Mm -hmm. This isn't just, and genuine. Yeah, I think definitely. the genuineness is huge. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something I'm, I'm always drawn to is just people, and it probably makes sense that we're, the three of us are sitting here because I know Jen, Jen is a very genuine person. And so obviously like her connection with you, I think she probably thinks you're a very genuine person. We just like, yeah, we, we like to hang around people like that. And that's you just so, to. it's so important right yeah mm -hmm. it's it's how we know that we can trust people i think 